Welcome, fellow seekers. My name is Nathan, and this is the Law of One and Spiritual Concepts podcast, where I share my interpretations of the Law of One and other related topics. Today's discussion will be about the relationship between the Law of One material and Kriya Yoga. I plan to look at some of the similarities between the two, as well as an overview of what Kriya Yoga is. Yoga has been a fascinating topic to me for a long time now, and I should clarify, not the yoga that we typically think about here in the West, which may be called Hatha Yoga, that involves more of the stretching and, and workout related, um, but more of the Eastern traditional yoga that is a much deeper spiritual type of yoga that involves meditation and other disciplines while also including some of the stretches to make the body more supple. I'd also like to note that I'm not an expert on this topic nor a certified instructor of Kriya Yoga, but I have been practicing this for the better part of a year now. And through this practice, I truly feel that there's a lot of benefits that can aid us in raising our consciousness as well as understanding oneness from the practice of Kriya. From my time practicing and learning about Kriya Yoga, it has become clear that there are many links and congruencies between this yoga and the raw material. From my understanding, I believe that the Law of One provides much of the philosophical and metaphysical understandings to Kriya Yoga, and then practicing this Kriya is more of the actual work that is described in the Law of One and helps bring understanding to the philosophical and metaphysical points that are brought up in the Law of One. I've even found that many of the practices that Ra describes in the Law of One also correlate with Kriya Yoga, just not exactly spelled out the same way, but mean the same. So with that, let's start by looking at what Kriya means. It is an action typically associated with a cleansing action, where yoga is the unification with our true essence. It's also considered to be then, in that case, union with the infinite through action. And so combining those two together, it's really any action that brings us closer to realizing our true essence as the creator is considered Kriya Yoga. If you've heard of Kriya Yoga, I'd be willing to bet that in some form it's associated with Paramahansa Yogananda. This is where I learned much of my understanding of this yoga and information relating to his book, Autobiography of a Yogi. This Kriya Yoga is an ancient science that goes back many, many thousands of years, but was recently brought back by one of the great Indian gurus known as Mahavatar Babaji, which stands for Great Avatar. He was the one who taught this Kriya technique to Lahiri Mahasaya, who then taught Sri Yukteswar, who taught Paramahansa Yogananda. These gurus also taught others, but these names are the more well-known when it comes to the Kriya Yoga lineage. Interestingly enough, they also claim that Jesus the Christ was also initiated into Kriya Yoga, and that was how he became enlightened. So, aside from that, it's said that if the practice of Kriya Yoga is done faithfully, this practice will gradually free one from their karma through activating of the energy centers, decarbonating the blood, and essentially raising the consciousness through the practice, which then leads to self-realization, or realization of the Creator within. What the practice actually include are various breathing techniques known as pranayama, visualization techniques, and various meditation practices. 
looking at Kriya Yoga from a holistic perspective, it is said to be a path to quicken the human evolution by obtaining cosmic consciousness, or what we believe to be contacting intelligent infinity. An important component of Kriya Yoga that also correlates with the Law of One is the concept of faith. This makes sense because what Ra indicates as the term of faith to be more of a spiritual term and congruent with intelligent infinity. And after reading Autobiography of a Yogi, you get many examples of how much emphasis is placed on faith and how much was accomplished through this faith. What I believe the practice of Kriya Yoga to do is to essentially raise the Kundalini energy. So this is also discussed by Ra in the Law of One and where it is described as intelligent energy that enters the bodily complex from two poles, the south pole and the north pole of the energetic body system. Then the locus where these energy influxes meet is considered the true color activation of that entity. I think this is outlined nicely in session 49.6 where Don is asking about recommended processes to correctly awaken the kundalini and what the value of doing so is. This is kind of a long quote, so I'm going to read only parts of it. Ra's response starts by saying, The metaphor of the coiled serpent being called upwards is vastly appropriate for consideration by your peoples. Ra then continues to explain, We have two types of energy. We are attempting then, as entities, in any true color of this octave, to move the meeting place of inner and outer natures further and further along, or upward along the energy centers. The two methods of approaching this with sensible method are first, the seeding within oneself of those experiences which are attracted to the entity through the South Pole. Each experience will need to be observed, experienced, balanced, accepted, and seeded within the individual. As the entity grows in self-acceptance and awareness of catalyst, the location of the comfortable seeding of these experiences will rise to the new true color entity. The experience, whatever it may be, will be seated in red ray and considered as it to its survival content and so forth. Each experience will be sequentially understood by the growing and seeking mind-body-spirit complex in terms of survival, then in terms of personal identity, then in terms of social relations, then in terms of universal love, then in terms of how the experience may beget free communication then in terms of how the experience may be linked to universal energies, and finally, in terms of the sacramental nature of each experience. Meanwhile, the Creator lies within. In the North Pole, the crown is already upon the head, and the entity is potentially a god. This energy is brought into being by the humble and trusting acceptance of this energy through meditation and contemplation of the Self and of the Creator. Where these energies meet, is where the serpent will have achieved its height. When this uncoiled energy approaches universal love and radiant being, the entity is in a state whereby the harvestability of the entity comes nigh." End quote. So the process that Rod just explained there seems to be able to be achieved through Kriya Yoga practice uh, based on my understanding. And I, I believe this is what's actually happening to the body from an energetic standpoint. And while it's upgrading the nervous system over time, it then allows more energy to flow through and be able to work in each successive energy center. 
which ultimately then allows you to express energy at a higher and higher way as this locus is raised. And then this expression can take place in a number of different ways, but allow an entity for, to achieve further healing, metaphysical work, and basically a higher understanding of the infinite. I think it should be noted here that in raising this locus or kundalini, without realizing the metaphysical principles or doing so accidentally, can lead to great imbalance and can cause many issues for this person. I believe this can be seen in people who accidentally or unintentionally have kundalini awakenings, and this causes them great discomfort in some cases, or can lead to an awakening of a negative experience for them. So I would just say to make sure to do your homework on this topic and to be sure to approach this in a balanced way if you choose to do this work in kundalini energy. Continuing along, another component to this practice that Paramahansa Yogananda discusses is the importance of sitting in silence. This is important because it takes the mind away from the senses and returns it to the divinity or the creator, and which then gives the ability to a yogi to unite the mind with the divine realms. And I, I think this is also emphasized by Ra in session 5.2, where they're describing the beginning of the healing process. So I'll, I'll read a little partial quote here from that session, but I would encourage the listener to go back and review the full response from this session 5.2, since I think there's a lot of helpful information here, it's just quite a long, <laughs> quite a long quote. So, Ross says, We begin with the mental learned teachings necessary for contact with intelligent infinity. The prerequisite of mental work is the ability to retain silence of self at a steady state when required by the self. The mind must be open like a door. The key is silence. Within the door lies a hierarchical construction you may liken onto geography and in some ways geometry, for the hierarchy is quite regular, bearing inner relationships." End quote. Another topic that is discussed much in yoga is the freeing of oneself from the ego and its influences. This is commonly done through raising of one's consciousness through disciplined yoga practice and self-inquiry. In the raw material, this is described as the disciplines of the personality. And this is the way to know yourself, accept yourself, and become the creator. This process is described by Ra as basically, in other words, self-realization from my understanding. And I believe this work is the process of piercing the third density veil, or Maya, as the yogis refer to it as. I think that this leads to the fourth density compatibility through all of its preparatory work described in Kriya Yoga. And I think this can be highlighted also in session 82.29, where Ra's describing that the necessity for graduation to fourth density is an ability to use, welcome, and enjoy a certain intensity of white light of the one infinite creator. Through this metaphysical lens and understandings provided by the law of one, I think that the fantastic stories that are provided in Autobiography of a Yogi, of these yogis, healing others and bilocating, materializing, dematerializing, and being able to control their bodily functions begins to make more sense how this can actually be accomplished and look at as an actual realistic uh, possibility for one to be able to accomplish. And another point that's frequently brought up in Autobiography of Yogi has to do with the reaching of Samadhi in meditation. 
This samadhi is a state of intense concentration achieved through meditation and is regarded as the final stage in which union with the divine is achieved. And from this description, I would consider this to be equivalent to contacting intelligent infinity as stated in the raw material. So then for the entity who is able to achieve this state of samadhi, I believe then that they are able to consciously choose their manner of leaving this density, as Ra explains in 17.25. Although that's referring to the negative entities, this will also apply to the positively oriented entities, and I believe this also then explains how some of these yogis are able to know when their passing is, or choose when their passing will come, and from there, I guess deciding if they will enter fourth density or what other planes of existence that they would like to go through from there. So with that information, I think that provides a basic overview of the correlations between Law of One and Kriya Yoga, and hopefully showed you how these two are so closely related. And with that, there's still quite a bit more that I could end up diving into on some of these correlations here between the two uh, materials and practices, but uh, maybe we'll address that more at a later date. But for now, if you would like to follow an instructor or learn anything more about Kriya Yoga, I would recommend uh, checking out Ryan Kurzak. He's one who's taught me quite a bit and has a lot of really good YouTube videos on how to practice Kriya Yoga. So I'll put the link to his YouTube channel in the description below if this happens to interest you. And with that, I'll leave you now in the love and in the light.